0: This is News to Go, your daily news podcast featuring news from various news outlets, heard via our Anchor podcast app and playing on iRadio Daily until mid-afternoon. Now the news.
1: Welcome to 2021 Talks, where we're following our democracy in historic times.
0: Today is a celebration of honor, duty, and patriotism. Our international cemetery is a solemn place. Surrounded by over 400,000 soldiers, sailors, marines, airmen, and Coast Guard men, and their families who have proudly served our nation,
1: Executive Director of Army National Military Cemeteries, Karen Durham Aguilera, spoke at Arlington National Cemetery on Veterans Day. To commemorate the memorial's 100th anniversary, members of the public were allowed to walk up to the tomb of the unknown soldier for the first time in 96 years. President Joe Biden also marked the first Veterans Day in 20 years that the U.S. has not been at war, paying tribute to the late Army General and former Secretary of State Colin Powell.
2: man who was a friend but who learned the universal respect of Americans and people for his leadership in uniform and out.
1: A federal appeals court Thursday intervened to temporarily block the National Archives from handing over Trump administration records to the House committee investigating the January 6th attack. A three-judge panel for the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals issued a temporary injunction, giving the former president more time to argue against their release. Judge Bruce Schroeder, presiding over the Kyle Rittenhouse trial in Wisconsin, interrupted the lead prosecutor Thursday to prevent him from asking a far-right political commentator if the network he works for is
3: biased. This is not a political trial, and um, I I don't know how you would isolate... um, A person's particular politics uh, and determine that that person is going to uh, evaluate the evidence one way or another.
1: Rittenhouse is accused of killing two people and wounding a third during a protest over police brutality in Kenosha. Vice President Kamala Harris, French President Emmanuel Macron and other leaders spoke at the Paris Peace Forum.
0: Most recently and throughout this pandemic, The gaps have undoubtedly become larger.
1: The U.S. and China have agreed to work together to combat climate change, unveiling a joint declaration to cooperate on carbon emissions. Scientists warn could raise temperatures beyond a 1.5 degrees Celsius margin of safety. The agreement calls for regulating decarbonization, reducing methane emissions, and fighting deforestation. In Michigan, a federal judge approved a $626 million settlement between the city of Flint and the state of Michigan for residents and others exposed to lead-contaminated drinking water. I'm Nadia Ramlagan for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org
4: from the Black information network this is the bim daily update
0: Vanessa Tyler.
3: And I'm Mike Stevens, and you're home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network.
0: The white attorney representing one of the three white men on trial for killing black jogger Ahmad Aubrey has a real problem with civil rights leader Al Sharpton showing up in Georgia.
4: The right Reverend Al Sharpton managed to find his way into the back of the courtroom.
0: The attorney for William Roddy Bryan says Reverend Sharpton's presence could influence the jury. The judge disagreed, saying Reverend Sharpton was not at all distracting, still the attorney persisted, saying the case is being held in a small Georgia town with no need for outsiders.
4: We don't want any more black passengers coming in here. or other Jesse Jackson, whoever was in, was in here earlier this week, sitting with the victim's family, trying to influence the jury in this
0: case. Reverend Sharpton did hold a vigil outside the courthouse to support the family. Arbery was jogging when the men on trial, father, son, Greg, and Travis McMichael, and their neighbor William Roddy Bryan assumed he was a burglar. Reverend Shopton calls it a 21st century
3: lynching. Attention is on the nearly all-white jury hearing the case of the white man accused of killing Ahmaud Arbery. There's only one black juror An opinion piece in The Guardian examines why the black potential jurors will let go. It says it's because of the way they answered a series of questions about their life experiences and their perceptions of racism. The report says jury service can not only be for the white, the lucky, or the stoic in the face of racial injustice.
0: A report shows black businesses in New Jersey did not get their early Paycheck Protection Program money to help them survive, leaving most to survive on their savings. Black businesses also didn't have access to needed credit. The report by the Federal Reserve Bank of Philadelphia and the New Jersey Economic Development Authority looked at racial disparities during the pandemic's economic crisis. The
3: Biden administration is putting millions into communities of color and rural areas to build up COVID confidence. The plan is to reach the most vulnerable and to use some of the $785 million to diversify the public health workforce. Healthcare workers of color can spread the and encourage more to get the COVID vaccine.
0: Two of the jailed Capitol rioters claim they are force-fed critical race theory while behind bars. Ryan Nichols of Texas and Robert Moses of Pennsylvania sent the judge a list of grievances, including that they are forced to read CRT on tablets. They also claim the conditions in the D.C. jail are horrendous, and they're discriminated against for being white. And finally, if you're a textile artist, the city of North Charleston wants you. They are seeking African-American artists for a special exhibition next May in South Carolina titled Chaos to Beloved Community, Envisioning Social Justice. Artists are asked to portray a society free of social and physical oppression. Just imagine a world free of racist and bigoted thought. I'm Vanessa Tyler with Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network.
4: This episode is brought to you by Brext. Disrupt the industry, banish mediocrity, and take big chances. But first, take advantage of Brext. They help you get a corporate card with higher credit limits, no personal guarantee, and best-in-class rewards. Plus, you'll receive easy expense tracking and no fee wires and payments. See why Brex is the card of choice. To get started today, visit Brex.com Spotify.
3: I'm Mike Stevens.
0: And I'm Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. I know when my son was murdered, there was a big uprising, but then it settled down. We can't
3: let things settle down, especially
0: when it comes to police brutality, because that has been an age-old
3: problem. That's the mother of African-American Eric Garner. In the same city where he died because of a police chokehold, the Queens District Attorney is moving to dismiss 60 criminal cases because three NYPD officers lied during investigations. The dismissals do not necessarily mean the defendants are innocent, but they cannot be re-prosecuted because the officers who said they witnessed their crimes have lost credibility.
0: Half of the victims of police force in Columbus, Ohio were black, even though African Americans make only a small portion of the people in Columbus. A new study by Accountable Now looked at 1,000 incidents between 2017 and 2019. The group gathers information on use of force cases from law enforcement agencies around the United States and found in Columbus police most often use force against African Americans. This was before all the high-profile incidents in the last year where black men were shot and killed by police. Some targeted We're doing nothing wrong. One man simply standing outside a friend's home with a cell phone in his hand.
3: Investigators are trying to determine whether a fire that started at a black Eugene, Oregon church during midweek Bible study was not only arson, but a hate crime. Members of the congregation saw the flames when they showed up and told those inside to get out. No injuries were reported. If it was arson, this would be considered a horrible crime. That has happened at several black churches in the past, especially in the South.
0: We've been reporting how African Americans are really stepping up to get the COVID shots. In some cases, more than white Americans. Maybe that's because black pastors are promoting the vaccine more than white pastors. A new study from the Hartford Institute for Religious Research finds about 62% of all pastors have encouraged inoculations. But in predominantly African American churches, the study shows those pastors Pastors were more than twice as likely as Catholic and white evangelical clergy to promote the COVID-19 shots.
3: A Michigan entrepreneur is set to open the first black-owned television and movie studio in the state. Amaru is a stand-up comedian and director who says his inspiration for entrepreneurship comes from the pandemic and the murder of George Floyd. The Greenwood District Studios, named after the historic black community in Tulsa, Oklahoma, will be operating in Lansing, Michigan, he says, within a year. Exactly what kind of productions the studio will be developing, though, is not yet clear. For more on these stories and international, national, state, and local news affecting the black community, listen to the black information.
4: Tyson Foods and Kraft Heinz say they will hike the prices of their meat products to offset higher supplier costs. Customers can expect to pay around 10% more for products like deli meats, hot dogs, and hamburgers. It's the sharpest increase seen in over 30 years as companies struggle with compromised supply chains and a nationwide labor shortage. Well, for several years now, the cheaper store labels chipped away at the dominance of classic food and household staple brands. But not anymore. CNN reports shoppers have returned to the most recognizable brand names on the shelves, such as Pampers, Diapers, and White. Although those numbers seem insignificant, any incremental gains in the nearly billion dollar consumer packaged goods sector could make or break a company's year. Big name brands are edging out private labels and other rivals thanks to a host of factors. Shoppers returning to trusted sources during the pandemic and brand's hard-learned lessons on how to fight back against cheaper options, according to companies, industry analysts, and experts on consumer behavior. Money news at 24 and 54 minutes past each hour. I'm Julius White on the Black Information Network.
0: To be the best version of yourself, you should feel beautiful in your own skin. Urban Hydration offers naturally inspired skincare, body, and hair products that achieve beautiful results and are gentle enough for the entire family. Their products are loaded with clean ingredients that make your beauty routine more natural, more fun, healthier, and more affordable. Urbanhydration.com. With every purchase, one gallon of water is donated to a community in need through a partnership with Water Is Life. Download the B.I.N. Daily Update every morning on the iHeartRadio app.
2: The rest of the story. Everybody in Latrobe, Pennsylvania knew the huge red brick house on Weldon Street. The big-shot president of the local brick company lived there. He was not only one of the largest employers in the area, he was among the wealthiest men in town. What most folks did not know about the mansion on Weldon was that it was also a jail. It was a prison with one prisoner, an overweight, lonely little boy named Fred. Now, I'm certain there was... Nothing really wrong with Fred health-wise, although his mother routinely described him as sickly. Whether entirely accurate, however, it was at least a convenient way to explain why the little fellow did not get out much. In her defense, it should be recalled that Fred's mother was an extremely generous and kindly person, but she was also a, well, she was a doting parent, incessantly fearful for her son's well-being. The boy was never, ever permitted to play outside by himself. In fact, there was one entire summer when little Fred was not allowed out at all. For indeed, in a curious attempt to mitigate her child's hay fever, Fred's mother kept him inside his own air-conditioned room, day and night, week after week, month after month, and thus, and for no crime that anyone can remember, thus did the prisoner of Weldon Street serve out his sentence in solitary confinement, amused... To the extent that one so isolated could be by his toy puppets and his love of music. But somebody on the outside who understood what was going on inside, grew determined to spring the prisoner, to offer him a smattering of childhood while little Fred was still a child. And the sympathetic observer was Fred's own maternal grandfather, the man after whom he was named, Fred McFeely. Grandpa Fred could not be around all the time, unfortunately, but when he was, his small grandson came alive. At Grandpa's insistence, little Fred would accompany him on various outings. Grandpa let the boy run and jump on his own, even let him... Climbed the big stone wall on the property all by himself. The world was an exciting place when Grandpa was there to share it. Even the Sears catalog became a wondrous playground for the imagination when exploring it with Grandpa Fred. But I'll tell you, when the prisoner at Weldon Street was truly liberated, it was one afternoon when such a visit with Grandpa was drawing to a close and the old man spontaneously turned to the little boy and he said, you know, you made this day a really special day just by being yourself. He said, there's only one person in the world like you, and I happen to like you just the way you are. Do those words sound familiar to you? Little Fred never forgot them. Nor the flood of warmth that filled him as they were spoken. I like you just the way you are. And one day, after Little Fred had become Big Fred, he grew determined to share that amazing healing feeling with a whole universe of youngsters. And he does just that, even still. So, now as you're flipping television channels and you happen across a kindly, comforting, gentle man in a sweater and sneakers, a man named Fred Rogers, you'll recognize what you see as the legacy of an old friend for whom Mr. Rogers got his first name and his first real sharing, caring love. Of course, you're now well acquainted with that magical place where every day the minds and hearts of millions of children... Run free, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Only now you know the rest of the story.
5: Here's a look at your weather forecast, HowardBowetherology.com. Cloudy skies today with a chance for scattered rain showers. Daytime highs approaching 45. Southwest winds, 10 to 20 miles per hour. Overcast skies, tonight, a mixture of precipitation, likely 32. Cloudy skies, tomorrow, a mixture of precipitation, likely 40. Upper 30s, Sunday and Monday, with mixed precipitation possible both days. One to two inches of snow tonight through Sunday. And that's your forecast. I'm meteorologist Paul Fromley. Currently, it's 40 degrees. A.W. Tozer once wrote, To be right, we must think worthily of God. It is morally imperative that we purge from our minds all ignoble concepts of the deity and let him be the God in our minds that he is in his universe. The Christian religion has to do with God and man, but its focal point is God, not man. What Tozer is commenting on is low views of God. They are dangerous. They can have eternal consequences, my friends. God made man in his image. But sadly, man has sought to return the favor, creating God in his image. And God says in Psalm 50, verse 21, You thought I was exactly like you. And our Holy Creator is not pleased. Greetings. I'm Pastor Joel from Heart City Church. Today, we're looking at Psalm 50, which begins, The Mighty One, God, the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to where it sets. From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and will not be silent. A fire devours before Him, and around Him a tempest rages. He summons the heavens above, and the earth that he may judge his people." This psalm is what we would call a theophany, where Almighty God appears before mankind in all his glory. His coming brings with it, did you hear that, a devouring fire and a raging storm. It's a scene meant to awaken those who are religious, but whose minds have become dull to the reality of God, the only reality that matters. God created us unique out of all his created beings to glorify him, to love him with our whole being and our neighbors ourself. And how well do we do at that? <laughs> Not so good. And our consciences, they tell us we fall short. So what do we do? Too often we try to buy God off, thinking we can give him something of value to get him off our backs. Or maybe if we give to charity, or if we do a good deed, maybe that will please God, get them off our backs. That is what Israel came to think. God had given them a system of sacrifices to atone for, to cover their sin and their shame. God said an animal could be killed, its blood shed, and it would take away the guilt from the sinner. But instead of recognizing that this was a picture of the horror of their treason against Almighty God, And God's provision of a sacrificial system was a means to be forgiven so they could move back towards God and they could learn to hate their sin and trust God. Israel began to see sacrifices as a transaction to buy God off, as though God had need of a sacrifice. Sacrifices had become a cold transaction to appease a God who was like them. And listen to God's response. Verse 7 Listen, my people, and I will speak. I will testify against you, Israel. I am God, your God. I bring no charges against you concerning your sacrifices or concerning your burnt offerings which are ever before me. I have no need of a bull from your stall or of goats from your pens. For every animal of the forest is mine and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird in the mountains and the insects in the fields are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you For the world is mine and all that is in it. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Sacrifice thank offerings to God. Fulfill your vows to the Most High and call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will honor me. Do you see in those first verses how ridiculous their thoughts were? First, God makes very clear he has no needs. Need is a creature word. If God had any needs, he would cease to be God, and the thing he needed would become God. We have to see that God is the uncreated one, and entirely unlike us, even though we were made in his image. He made us. We must not lower God to our level. Second, the sacrifices they were using to buy off God we're already God's. God says, the world is mine and all that is in it. Dane Ortland writes, we can never benefit God. He can only benefit us. God does not want our empty ritual. He wants our hearts. God does not ask us to give him gifts. He asks us to give him ourselves. God does not want the aroma of burning animals. He wants the aroma of heartfelt thanksgiving friends god does not need us but god does want us that is the good news my friend in fact god provided all we needed in the sending of his son jesus who became the final sacrifice so we would no longer need to bring in the animals to be slaughtered when we mess up god has provided all we need in his own son and we glorify god when we call out for forgiveness and when we thank him for all he's done we honor god when we move towards Him in gratitude, like children to a father. But gospel gratitude only takes place when we see how bad our situation is as sinners before an almighty, holy God, and come to see how great God is, in that He needed nothing, and yet He gave us everything. Tozer writes, The gospel can lift this destroying burden from the mind, give beauty for ashes, And the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. But unless the weight of the burden is felt, the gospel can mean nothing to the man. And until he sees a vision of God high and lifted up, there will be no woe and no burden. Low views of God destroy the gospel for all who hold them. My friend, remember who you are and who you belong to.